you know, we we got guys that are consistently making between 20 and 70 G's a month That's right awesome. now. So all we're going to do is increase their ad spend. But, you know, I, I understand you don't want to go right there to that and trust that yeah. process yet. But yeah. just a little micro commitment. Can you put a dollar? Welcome to the Brand Dome Zone, where we talk about everything marketing, everything sales, scaling your business with your host, Brandon C. Digital marketing expert. Yeah, let's get into it. Woo! Welcome everybody to the Brand Dome Zone. Here for all of your marketing, branding, scaling, and selling advice. Man, you all are in for a special treat today. I have my man Gerard Norman here. He's a marketing expert, CEO, business owner. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Gerard. How's it going? I appreciate you having me, man. I love your energy. And I like the play on words with the name of the podcast. It's interesting. The Brand Own Zone. I, I like it. I like it. Still, <laughs> you you caught still. it. You caught that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And again, I appreciate you coming on. I know you have a lot of wisdom and Jules coming on the show. Uh, I know you got into marketing after reading your bio. Um, you got in, it was a lot of adversity and a lot of uh, moments that made you transition into this industry. Um, so uh, let's just start with a little bit about your company, the name of your company, and uh, what services you provide. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate the intro. And, uh, you know, everybody who's watching now or watching later, I appreciate you guys watching. And, of course, I mean, you're following the Brand Dome Zone, but make sure you keep following him. The man's putting in work. And before we even got on the show, he's already strategizing how he can bring you guys an even better experience. So stay tuned and just uh, stay with my man here. You know what I'm saying, Brad? Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. You know, we're <laughs> trying to do big things over here, man. Trying to constantly expand and uh, put out the best content and bring the best people on, such as yourself. So I appreciate so it, man. You're doing a great job. You're doing thank a great you. job, man. A um, little bit about my company. Um, it's called Gerard Marketing. I'm actually in uh, talks with one of my longtime partners. We're actually creating a company together. So, um, Right now, the name of that's Norman Tyrell, but essentially right now it's Gerard Marketing. And what we do is we turn strangers into customers and we use paid social media ads. So when I say paid, we're talking about sponsored ads. Let's say Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, TikTok, even LinkedIn. If it says sponsored, those are the type of ads that we put out there. And we get you to tell us exactly who you want to be in front of versus just talking to every single person because that usually doesn't work that well. Awesome. Awesome. And so I, I know you've been in business uh, for since 2012. Is that correct? 2012 is when that whole car situation happened. I was used to work at the shipyard then, um, but I was still doing business on the side. So that is true. I was always kind of doing something. I kind of grew up uh, cutting grass. I'm, I'm from Boston, but lived in Virginia Beach most of my life. And as I got older, my dad um, always had us doing cutting grass doing stuff with trees and wood and all this stuff. So even when I had a job, I always had a side hustle. But like the marketing portion of it came into about 2016 is when I, you know, officially like was done with uh, shipbuilding. And it, it didn't always look the way it did now. Um, at first, I thought I was going to sell funnels. Then I realized that if you don't have traffic, no one's coming to those funnels. So you can't spend a bunch of time creating something that no one's coming to. You need to right. learn how to push traffic to it, you know, so... You guys, you're familiar with ClickFunnels, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm familiar with Virginia Beach, man. VA Beach. I was in the Navy out there. So the Seven Cities, uh, Norfolk, Hampton, shipyards, that whole lifestyle. 
I was living <laughs> it, man. <laughs> so you know the, the shipyard is a city within the city. It's, yeah. it's a crazy place. Oh, man. It's a crazy I was, place. Yeah, I was in the middle of Portsmouth for a while, and it was woo, it was entertaining. There's some characters out there, man, and it was some hard work, man. I remember those days. <laughs> some good people, man, but definitely a lot of characters, and uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all my people from the seven cities. Yes, sir. So. I had a great time. Great time. But yeah, I'm <laughs> very experienced with Click Funnels. Uh, Russell Brunson, they had their event here in February here in Nashville, Tennessee. I got to attend, which was awesome. Oh, so, that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah. 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 I met well, some people that, that I've purchased courses from and, uh, you know, it's, it, it was a great networking tool as well. Yeah, Russell's a beast. I'm pretty sure if you're watching, if they're watching you, they'll find out about him one way or another because he's great at marketing as well. Mm. Uh, but essentially, I bought into that program. It was like six months of uh, ClickFunnels. Uh, it was a package. It was like a thousand dollars. So it wasn't it, at the time. It was probably you know a thousand dollars wasn't a lot. You know, I didn't really have a thousand dollars to put out there, but I know I needed all of the training that came in that package. And then the six months of ClickFunnels access, and I just dug into it. And the one thing that I felt that fell short in that training, and you know, no, no shade to Russell, because at the end of the day, like his thing is funnels, but he mm. did add a training in for for Facebook, but it wasn't him. It was just he added that in, so you made sure you had something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through it. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't. Get, it didn't make me feel comfortable enough to spend other people's money, especially because I didn't have any money. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't go spend people's money off this information. I got to find something else. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's what led me into, you know, running across my boy Billy Jean. Shout out to Billy Jean and the Billy yeah. Jean and Smart and the family. This guy pops up in my news feed. Oh, he's and everywhere. the rest is history. I was like, he's everywhere, man. So yeah. you know, I saw what he had, and I was like, huh. And then I liked the way he did things. So I've learned under him. And still part of their community now for the last four, four, I think it's three going on four years. Oh, that's awesome. So, so it's been. You're learning from a creative mastermind because his videos are just amazing. Like, I like the quality he puts out. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I love about Billy Jean's marketing. So shout out yeah. Billy Jean, man. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Billy. Like, at the end of the day, man, like, um, a big thing that I'm a proponent of, even if it isn't like people coming to me to do marketing, it's just doing more video for your business. That's mm-hmm. why I respect what you're doing now is because you're taking time to create content and put yourself out there. And one thing that um, before I got with Billy, someone was telling me to do video and got me started and then I stopped. And then when I got with him and I was in a live class and he just kept saying, do video yesterday, do video yesterday. And, and when you like, you can't pay attention to so many mentors. So whoever's watching this, you got to pick one, maybe two, and then kind of just stick with what they're telling you. And I decided to ride right there. He just, he says the same things like your mentor, whoever they are, is going to probably say the same few things to you until you solve those problems. And one that he kept saying was doing YouTube. I'm not doing YouTube, which he talks about now, but doing more video. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, doing video is everything. And I feel like more people should do more video for their business. So he kind of pushed me in that direction. And that's kind of got me out there as well. And same thing with you, you're doing all this video and creating content. Now it develops the like, know, and trust. Like before I even got to come on the podcast, I got to go watch episodes of you and see how you interact with people and saw how genuine you are and how much you actually care about what you're doing and what you're bringing to your audience. So that made it easy for me to come up here and spend some time with you. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point because, and you know, I always push to my clients, you know, we need to be creating video. Even uh, my employer, you know, I do this for a Fortune 500 company as well. I tell them, you know, these still images, they're, they're not going to cut it. We need to keep doing video, putting putting out content that way. So, yeah, it, it does do a lot. And um, speaking of Russell Brunson, uh, the reason I'm doing a podcast is because of his latest book traffic secrets because i feel like he realized that oh we're kind of struggling with bringing traffic into these funnels so i need to <laughs> let people know how to bring in traffic so podcast was a big one on there uh went through his uh back office and there was a guy just telling how to telling telling us how to strategize using the podcast with gaining traffic so uh that that's the main reason I'm doing this and I'm I'm a big component of using video as a creative over just still images um unless you have something amazing some kind of amazing like restaurants sometimes restaurants you can get away with it um, yeah. because people still like I feel like there's some industries you can get away with it and people still picks but I feel like like you said, a Fortune 500, they can get away with it a lot longer than someone who's just starting up. If you're someone start, just starting up, you're you're making it too optional. You just need to do it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, like you're saying, that company can get a better ROI if they incorporated more video. But you know, when when you're big like that, it, it's it, you can't change as fast. So yeah, um, yeah, exactly, come, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because anything they put out there is ranking most of the time. So you know, yeah. they get away with a lot more than. Uh, what your normal small business may uh, get away with. But yeah, uh, so let's get back to uh, your company. What's the size of it? How how many people do you have working for you? Are you pretty much doing it all yourself? How's that? Not going? anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Ooh, yeah, not anymore. So um, right now we have a company of five and we do employ VAs as needed. But essentially, you know, our team can handle, I'd say, 50 to 100 clients at one time. And we have, like right now, we're working with a coach that's helping us put um, systems in place. So when we get to a certain level, we start bringing in more folks to help us before we need more folks to help us. And I think that's, that's awesome. a lot of problems. That's yeah, a lot awesome. of problems businesses have. They, they'll hire too late. So for your company, that Fortune 500, they already have stuff in place like that. Um, imagine, you know, they needed a guy like you and they and you in and they're scrambling and they can't really teach you nothing. So you're not effective versus mm -hmm. these are the stuff to be ready for you to be in this position. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So, That's awesome. And, you know, um, I still do my uh, own company on the side and I, I do work for a company as well. Uh, the main thing that uh, for my, my decision to do so was I had a child on the way. And it's COVID-19 things going on. So I was like, yeah, I need to go ahead and get something a little more stable because where I'm lacking is my client acquisition methods, you know? So maybe you can help me out with that. Like what, what are some tips on getting more clients and uh, managing those clients once you get them? Well, I think getting more, yeah. Two separate problems, like you said. I would say getting more clients. One of them is what you're doing now. Uh, but if you want to maximize this, because you got to think about it, you only have so much energy. So, and this is a lesson I learned while I was doing something similar. I didn't put enough 
I put a lot of energy into it, but I didn't maximize it. So mm-hmm. uh, you can maximize what you're doing now is you already know who your ideal client avatar is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So essentially you, you decide. Who, so let's, let's talk like as if I'm walking you through the process, who has your audience right now? If you had to think of a celebrity or brand, who has your audience of clients right now? Uh, there's a company called Traffic and Funnels here in Nashville. Traffic and Funnels, but I'm talking like, think that's one, but like, I don't know. You mean like an industry? Not more like an industry, like I'm Uh, thinking like a TV show, like is, do they wear Shark Tank, which is too broad because, you know, there's a lot of people watch Shark Tank, but like, where do they hang out? Who do they already follow? Because if they followed Grant Cardone by chance, or if they followed Billie Jean, you can target someone like Billy Jean and get your message in front of them, which mm. you're already creating content. See, the, the problem for a lot of people is they're not creating content and then they're, you know, and then they have pictures, but they usually don't even run those as ads. You have all this content. Why not chop it up? Like, I mean, just while we were on here, man, I was saying a bunch of good stuff about you. Well, actually, I chopped that <laughs> and, and put that in front of who I want to be seeing in the show, you know? Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. So, that, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And, you know, I I did a lot of, where did I get my client? I went to a lot of meetings. That's where I gained a majority of my clients. We're going, I was going to BNI meetings. Uh, but after I get so many clients, I realized I started working in my business and not on my business, keeping that client acquisition wheel turning. And yeah. something would happen with a client and, they would cease marketing efforts due to a bad supplier deal. They had something internally going on. Um, so and you got to start back over. So, yeah. Yeah. And my yeah. wife's like, where's the consistency, this and that. So I ended up just going the corporate route with it, which I love because I'm still at home. I, I do everything at home, but I mean, I, I'm loving it. I'm just, you know, curious and i want this for my audience and myself just to hear how to scale a marketing agency uh the most efficient way so systems um i did a lot of trial and error because when you first jump in there's some guys who make systems right off the bat and there's some that don't and i didn't for the most part, I mean, I had an outline from Billy and his community, but, you know, as you know, with anything, as you're starting to build these things, things change, especially if you're not dealing with the same client. So, you know, what most people say, first of all, is the best thing to do is niche, because when you niche, you can create the process one time. I think when you don't niche, which we didn't do for a long time, and technically we still take clients outside of what we ideally want if they're a good fit, but when you don't niche, it makes it hard to create the systems that you need so you can hand it off like I mean, I wouldn't suggest or, you know, I wouldn't, I want to be careful how I say this. You can essentially have your, your marketing company being ran by three or $5 VAs, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it depends on how simple your process is. Like we serve course creators. So could we have VAs do it? We could. And at the same time, there's some moving parts. Don't know if I want to actually put them there, but if I was just serving restaurants, definitely. It's a, you know, the process that we had for that is much more mapped out and simple. So um, I would say the first thing is do your best to try to niche. And if you don't know what it is, then of course you have to jump with a few clients to figure out who you want to deal with the most. And you just have an outline. And of course, for every niche, it it might change a little bit. Um, But the whole thing is, as things are, you're putting these things into place and you're building these campaigns, it's having a step-by-step process. The difference between saying, um, 
um, let's see, we're building out, like if you're building out in the back of Facebook and you're in the ads manager, someone walking you through the campaign level, the ad set level and the ad level step by step so you know what to press instead of all this guesswork. Essentially, you just want to take as much guesswork out of everything that people need to do and the systems allow that. That's why McDonald's basically is, you know, trillion, however many billions and millions company basically ran by a bunch of teenagers that are starting their first job. Like they're more than likely, and especially as we grow older, because most of these kids aren't working nowadays, they're, you know, if, if they were to show up in our business, we couldn't do nothing with them probably mm-hmm. without going crazy. But their system is so good. They can take anybody and throw it in there and it works. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's about do- documenting the process. You, you can hand it off. The first thing I handed off in my business was I didn't like making funnels. After I spent all that time, you know, going through Russell's programs, I, I built a lot of funnels for fun just so I could get experience and know what to do. But I was like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather be selling, you know, mm-hmm. but you can't, like you said, it's hard to do both, especially once you get to that, depending on how much you charge for your clients. But once you start getting to that $10,000 mark, whether you're at a thousand a client or you get that client spending more, you feel the pressure to deliver results. And I know that I didn't want to go get Brandon as a client. If I had these three clients over here that weren't getting the results they need, it didn't have nothing to do with Brandon. But in my mind, I had to take care of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, you know, my partner, he takes care of that. I, yeah. you know, if it's high level, he brings me in, but if not, he takes care of that. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. I just want to know the numbers because that's not my function of the business. And, you know, I still check on my clients, especially some of them I really enjoy working with. And that's so why I reach out to them. But as far as knowing everything that's going on with their campaign, that's his job. He gives me the high level that way. I can step into them a conversation with them and know exactly what to talk about and have some, you know, some uh, solutions to any problems that we might be facing to get to the next level. Okay. So are all of your clients uh, course creators pretty much? Um, Pretty much right now. We do have some dentists, uh, shout out to my boy, Raul. He, a good dude I met and connected with uh, a while back and he uh, put us in contact with a company it was actually a dentist who actually um, has a marketing company that he made based off of what he did to get his practices big. And he enrolls other dentists and it, it got so big, you know, he's a dentist. He had to take care of that. So um, he actually handed that off to us, seven dentists, and we've been, you know, getting results for, for them as well. So we have dentists, we have uh, course creators. And I think, yeah, I think everybody else is a course creator. Okay. Um, I, 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 man, I, I just love the thought of creating a course. You know, I, I just love the thought of doing that. And, uh, I'm going to get to that at one point in time. That's one of my goals. You know, I want to learn everything I can, uh, about marketing. Like right now, I'm doing a lot of in-depth study. And that's the thing with Mark. Things are constantly changing. And I'm doing a lot of in-depth studying on data studio, tag manager, um, and really Ooh, figuring yeah. out different tracking uh, directions I can go and just, uh, you know, figuring this thing out. And I'm really, I'm going to build a course. I'm going to call you <laughs> for some guidance on launching it. So, <laughs> well, when it comes to doing the course, right, yeah. I feel like I want to be the guy who's making a course 
that did it, you know, that did it once and selling to everyone. And I understand that's why you're still going through your stuff. And at the same time, you don't want to be, you don't have to know everything because as marketers, as both of us, there's stuff that we forgot about marketing that people would think is cool. And I have to constantly, Billy tells me that all the time. My partner tells me all the time, like, he's like, dude, you know so much and you forget. And then you spend your time around marketers. So you don't think it's nothing, but to mm-hmm. other people, it's freaking gold. Yeah. You know? So it's like, we have to make sure that we're thinking from that mindset. And there's nothing wrong with creating a, I created a course. Um, it's called celebrity status. And all it does is it teaches you how to do simple ads. People feel like they're going to lose a ton of money on Facebook. All they got to do is spend a minimum of a dollar a day. Will that get you everything you want? No. But at the same time, imagine if, you know, you're from, you know, you've been in this area. So imagine if I just wanted to target the shipyard and get my clients from there. A dollar goes a long way, even though it's not going fast. At least mm-hmm. you're not going to talk to a hundred people in a day. That's right. Yeah, I'd spend a dollar to do that, and you know, of course, I want them to spend more. But at the very least, if you can't spend thirty dollars a month, I don't think you should have a business. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially <laughs> within three yeah. months. That's you, know, you know, like yeah, I mean, we've all like believe me. I you know, you you know the story. I, I lost a lot of stuff and didn't have any money. That's why that course wasn't enough for me to go spend somebody else's money confidently because integrity comes into play. But, you know, I had money. I just didn't know that I could have done that. Picture this. Um, and this is kind of going back to the prospect and getting clients. You walk into a Walmart, and I think I've said this before, and you, because I've done this when I was hustling before I got in the market, and I handed a business card to everyone. I go up to the produce section. Some, you know, majority of those people didn't want what I have. Imagine if I went in the produce section and it was only the people that I wanted to talk to, how much more effective would be given the cards, you know, that I gave out B, how much better would I have a chance of, you know, getting to the next stage versus running up on random people who have no idea, do not give a damn, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So a dollar could do that for you. That's what marketing is. That's what Facebook does. I mean, you can really get very, you can get very granular on who you want to target you can say what household, what the household income looks like, uh, the relationship status, uh, demographics, just everything, how they interacted with something you've put out there. So, I mean, and yes, and the cost per click is super low with Facebook. Super low. You I know? think what people are scared of is if they don't get results. But that's why I propose just to spend the dollar. Because if you spent $30 a month and you didn't see anything, it shouldn't really bother you. I can understand having to put hundreds of dollars up. That's a mindset barrier that you need to cross if you really want to get to the next level. Like, you know, for our clients, like especially course creators, we're in a 3K and up range charging, you know. And yep. at the end at the end of the day, and it's not to like throw figures out there, but just for the sake of giving you guys an understanding. These guys are spending up to $10,000 a month. And in all honesty, we're going to be pushing them to spend even more. Like the goal is to make them a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, actually they would like to make a million a month. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, we, we got guys that are consistently making between 20 and 70 G's a month That's right awesome. now. So all we're going to do is increase their ad spend. But, you know, I, I understand you don't want to go right there to that and trust that yeah. process yet, but yeah. just a little micro commitment. Can you put a dollar? In? And that's and what just, I see. With a lot of local people um, that I interact with, they just can't get past, like you said, the mindset barrier of seeing the benefits. And I, I, I try to do as minimum as possible. I hadn't thought of saying a dollar. I say at least five dollars a day, and they're like, hey, "There's no way I can spend a hundred and fifty dollars a month." 
So just tell them about it, man. Like the hard thing is for us, it's just hard to, how can we do work for you? If you're only spending a dollar a day, cause you still got to pay us. We're past yeah. like we're past the whole free, free trial stage. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, and if we were to get back to that, it would be when we had a big team, but it's like, that's for you to do on your own. And that's why I throw that course out there to people. It's just like, and you can make your own version of that, you know, like essentially how do you set it up? How do you spend a dollar? It's the lowest of what you spend. And then the big thing that I added to my course and feel free to take it and create your own is how to retarget those people. Mm. So then I've started, I think throughout the course, I'm trying to get them to spend at least another dollar just on retargeting. So you got mm. a cold audience. Now you have the retargeting audience. And once they slide into the retargeting audience, that dollar goes even further. Yeah. Maybe it might, you know what I'm saying? Like I got one lady now I do, uh, she's actually a good friend of mine. She's a chiropractor and she's one of the last barters I set up, but she takes care of me health wise for all the stuff from that accident. Mm-hmm. So I do a little marketing for her. And right now, like she said, she wanted to stop the ads, which was fine. But I was like, I'm going to spend $2 a day for you. It's out of my money because, yeah. you know, she's taking care of my whole family. And mm-hmm. man, I'm, She's getting twenty one cents to uh, twenty one cents to get in front of a thousand people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's been in front of like over half a million, seen over half a million times for under seventy dollars. Granted, you know she doesn't have the the tracking on the back end set up, and she's not set up for us to go that level and deep. But she's getting a lot more people showing up, and even if no one did, it's only sixty bucks to take a chance to yeah. see if people, you know. And we're only targeting Little Virginia Beach, so yeah. There's, yeah. there's so many different things you can do, you know. Yeah, just, and, yeah. and I, I think people just have to experience that uh, return on ad spend and experience that uh, gain, that revenue gain. And because a lot of people, they just they just don't see it. They just see that initial number of what they're going to spend. Like if I'm telling you, you're going to pay me a three thousand dollar retainer and fifteen hundred dollars in <laughs> Facebook ads, it's like. <laughs> so, and I understand. I've been there, right? Yeah. So I'm not saying no. I've been there. I'm not saying that you got to do that, but put something. And this is another way you can spin it to them. It could be like, how many people? And I'll ask you, if you had to, how many people do you think you can talk to in a day? Uh, man, you know, uh, a lot. I don't know. Uh, you, do you mean? Over the phone or just in general? This period. Um, if you had to, if, if we started a timer at 8 o'clock and been like, all right, from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., how many people can you talk to? How many people do you, any, any way of contact, how many people you get a hold of? Uh, maybe I'll play it a little safe, 150 people, maybe, let's say. Damn, you're a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're doing all day. I worked at a call center before. I, I we, was, we were calling people, man. <laughs> that's good. I would say most people aren't going to be able to go that high, but I believe you. Because I know I can at least do that too, right? Yeah. So that's 150. Now, if you had to do that every single day, do you think you can maintain that 150 over five days in a row? I wouldn't want to. That's 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 the that's the line of question right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So a dollar will get you. Granted, give or take. But let's just say a dollar gets you in front of about a hundred people. I'd say fifty minimum to a hundred people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
is that not worth getting in front of that hundred people and you spent a dollar and you could have literally not saying you should do nothing, but you could literally do nothing and put in the same amount of work. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 So I encourage people, if my audience is listening, you know, do some kind of marketing, especially on Facebook, um, because it's so targeted and it's, I mean, you need to have something out there. You need to have, you're either going to buy flyers, you're going to give people flyers door to door, you're going to have to set up a booth at an event, pay for a spot. You got to spend your money somewhere. Or time, like you said, BNI. BNI is cool, and I had a great experience. I recently got out of my BNI once COVID hit because of being home with my son and then uh, the new business opportunities that I got from being, you know, meeting with some other folks. And I was just, mm-hmm. I didn't have time to go meet in person. And mm-hmm. I love my, you know, my group, but my group wasn't my, I, I guess they weren't my ideal audience per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people they were bringing to me weren't my ideal audience. So it wasn't that they didn't want to help me. It just wasn't working out. And that was just because of other factors. So I had to, realized what was working and what wasn't. And I said, well, I spent a lot of my time at BNI. Most of my business, I don't, well, actually I forgot I have a restaurant location too, but most of my business outside of those restaurant locations is out of the state. So if I'm doing more out of state and I make more money out of the state and I have, it's just a funner process out of the state. Why am I working so hard in the state? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just said, well, I'm not doing that no more. That makes sense because they're so strict at those BNI meetings as well. You have to be there or you get marked off. I believe they charge you for it, but I mean, it is expensive. It's an expensive uh, group to be in as well. Um, I feel like it's for the right, for the right businesses. It works out. I mean, oh, yeah. granted, like you said, the, the going every week thing. Um, I, I understand the reason behind it. I do. And I think it's important to develop a relationship with your people. Um, but you know, like you said, it's, if you're, if, if you're not in the right business, then it doesn't make sense for every business and there's no Mm -hmm. harm in trying it. But when you see that it doesn't, that's fine. Because if not, like, I'm pretty sure if I stay in my group that some big deal will come down eventually. Oh yeah. I'm a marketer. I'm not bound by anything other than an internet connection and making sure my computer works. So would I, you know what I'm saying? Why would I stay there? And it's the same thing if you're local too. I'm not saying don't go to BNI, but if you, you know, you're a local service person, you go to BNI still. And that's a perfect reason to go to BNI when you're running your ads, because if you're running them in the part of the city where all the people at the BNI go, when I walk into a place at a BNI and people say, I've seen your video, mm. I don't know what video they're talking about. Cause I just got <laughs> quite a few just running. Yeah. And they're like the video about this. I'm like, Oh, that was like, Okay, cool. I'm not trying to be, a, I really don't know, you know, yeah. so you can go to BNI and be the talk of the town because everybody sees you mm-hmm. and whether they still take the next step or not. I mean, that, like you said, some people, they want to do it and then yeah. they're, just, they're just not ready. And sometimes the price point's not right. And some, and that goes for guys like us too. You can't be afraid to charge what you charge. That's um, yeah. You know, like, like I said, for me to work where I live locally, I couldn't charge the money I wanted. Um, and if I could, it was just a much longer lead time, conversation time, you know, and like goes back to what you were talking about earlier, you know, selling and taking care of the process, uh, the clients that you have. And then if you have long times on top of that, it just 
just a recipe for disaster if you don't if you can't get them in faster and then get the price point you want. So yeah, just gotta know where your clients are. Sometimes, yeah, like you said, local people just look around the street now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and a whole it, bunch of factors in there. It, it it is, and like you said, BNI is great. It's it's a great great uh group. Um, the local people I'm mentioning is like say. I have someone that cuts my grass or someone that does my HVAC or someone that does some, somebody doing something that I'm maybe good friends with or acquaintances with. They're the ones that don't really see the big picture. And being I, I believe those people want to be better. Like you, you gotta be around yeah. people that want to be better. And you know, I believe if you, if you, if they're spending that much money a year, I, I can't remember how much it was. It was like it's like six. My thing is, I would say this: if if they spend six and they have a problem spending six, then they're not going to want to spend even a dollar on their ads. Yeah, the whole thing is yeah. you have to educate them. And what I've learned over the years is education takes money. Um, mm-hmm. It takes money and it takes time. Um, I've heard. I think it was Dale Carnegie or Andrew Carnegie said trailblazing don't pay, which to an extent I think it does in some cases, but in some cases, man, like you got to know when, you know, that's why I created my course. And that's why I think you should create one of your own similar, however you want it to be at the end of the day, we information is information, but that's why I created the course was for the local people. Like I love my community. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't work for the prices that I can't meet them when it comes to what I need to get paid for my team and my time for what they need and what they're able to do. So how do I help them solve that problem so they can have something? And that's why I made the course. You know? I'm writing that down. You're giving me so many ideas right now, man, because I can see that a lot of people may want to try to do this stuff internally and not really hire anybody to do it and try to True. learn to do it themselves. So. And- and this is the other thing, like the, the education piece that comes with that is they want to pay a professional, but, you know, like you said, there's the disconnect with what you're worth versus what they think they can pay. So, you know, a lot of times they don't want to do it themselves either, but then that's when I position it as you have three options. You can do it yourself. You can pay me or you can do nothing. And if you do nothing, then you're at the, I don't like hoping that I show up to be and I have a referral. Those people loved me and they, they wanted to put me in front of people, but my ideal client just wasn't people that they knew, even though they knew people that needed help with marketing. So how do I serve them too? That's when I get that course. Um, so, but it's then at that point, it's just like we're having this conversation now, get them to understand that if they want more, there's easy ways to do it. Mm-hmm. And you piss away $30, you know, not everyone, but I don't go to Starbucks for real, but I know people who do that in a week. Why oh, not yeah. put it on the business? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. It's thirty dollars. I mean, but it's just to get you in the mindset you need to go further because if you haven't spent any money on advertising this year, the best time to still start is today. You know, mm-hmm. it's you just got to get going. But that's even better. So make yeah, I would say, man, the faster you make that course, honestly, the better it is for you because then you can spend your time finding out where the ponds are, the people that can afford to pay you what you want. Yeah. Instead of feeling like you're just at the mercy of, you know, and you still want to help the hometown. That was my biggest thing. Like, I lost money trying to help the hometown. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I stuck around doing, you know, and again, yeah. if my B&I people watch this, nothing against them. I love them, and I know they love me, but between B&I and all the networking events around town, 
I know that it'll come back, but it's just it's like, if I know a better way, why would I? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. That's true. I feel you on that, man. And as far as like, uh, your course, now, did you take the approach where for your audience, your target audience for your course, did you take the approach, say, um, you were targeting, like you mentioned earlier, uh, people that follow Billie Jean, um, so marketers, basically you're targeting marketers, um, did you take the approach and say, I'm a, I'm going to target a certain group of people, but also they have to have this other attribute. And also they have to have this other attribute in order to you get in the blue ocean. It's like Russell Brunson mentioned. Do, do you take that approach with it or do you pretty much market to the broader audience? We, we went, actually we did a little bit of both. One to build an audience. I mean, we, and then the other one was more or less, like you said, uh, the hyper targeting, picking this, they must match this, they must match this, they must match that. Mm. You know, because if not, I mean, some people like you, Facebook admins is a good, uh, targeting tool, Facebook page admins, because that lets you know if they own a Facebook page, you know, it's still so broad. So you need to narrow it down from there. People who have a Facebook page and, for example, also watch Shark Tank. So, all right, it means they're a little more business-minded. People who watch Facebook pages like Shark Tank and follow Russell Brunson, you know? Mm-hmm. But even I'll, then, it's like, oh, good. So, so is your course basically just a, a marketing course? And you, do you market to the entire United States, or is it just locally? Well, I set it up most part to help people locally, but it's – um, I forgot what the tagline was of it's like market to, you know, become a celebrity in any city, neighborhood, city, state. I think I said the country, you know, but my thing is if I'm pushing a dollar, I don't want to talk about the country. A dollar is really for that whole local situation. And throughout the course, I'm talking about if you at least do this and you're covering this area, there's only so many people here. Then if you create the retargeting audience, Every time these people go on Facebook and Instagram, they'll see your face. When they go off of little websites, like when they're clicking the links on Facebook, you know, I don't even get into YouTube, which would be, again, spend a dollar over there to show up. And they're like, damn, see this guy everywhere or see this girl everywhere, you know? And if they're not your ideal client, they're not. But at least someone's hearing about you because if you do the brand and you do 150 a day, which you don't want to do at the end of the week, you know, five days, it's like what, uh, Five seven fifty or something like that versus just spending ten dollars and getting in front of that many people or more. And if they don't work out, like they might not work out with all the, you know, you probably get a small percentage of those people to even get them to a sales process. And then even if you did, like you said, you run into the problem of scaling. So then, you know, so it's yeah. it's, it's so much easier just to spend a few bucks. Uh, like man, if I wanted everybody on my street to know me, all right, man, I could have. They would know me by first thing in the morning. Really <laughs> yeah. To. yeah. And I would be sitting right here and record a video. I mean, you couldn't do that on a dollar, but I know other ways to get, get that action fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, man, you, you really brought some things to light for me. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, like the client acquisition methods that I've been thinking about cold calling, emailing, but the main thing is, like you said, create content, um, get in front of the right people, your target audience, um, and uh, using make offers. 
Make offers. Make That's offers. The- all right, now I'll go over that really quick because when I was doing all the video like you were doing, I didn't have an offer. Um, so even like the course that we talked about beforehand, the whole how to stream on Facebook and all that, I made that once I stopped doing all the video. So every time I went live, it was, you know, people wanted to buy stuff. I mean, I could have sold them shirts, but I didn't want to be a shirt salesman. And because of me trying to maintain the clients and sell outside of that, I just felt like I didn't have the time to set up a store and manage that. Um, but yeah, you got to find out what kind of offer you want to make. So that way, because if you just put the content out there and there's no offer, they're going to kind of be like, this guy's great. I don't know what he does. And eventually they're gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So that's why I have to get this course going because I believe that would be very valuable um, to my audience. And I, I need to figure out, well, we'll talk offline. Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple, man. And Wait, also, get my brain yeah. turning. <laughs> Shout out to my boy David Tash. Uh, he has his. He has a marketing company, Tash Rizzo. My boy uh, Joe Rizzo. But I remember um, right when I kind of wrapped up doing all those interviews, he called me out the blue one day, and I met him through Billy's community. He was like, "Dry, what's up, man? See you out there doing good. You hustling hard." He's like, "Yo, you ain't got no damn offer." <laughs> And I was like, huh? So you're doing all this video and you ain't got no offers, man. He said, I love you too much to let you go on this way. And then, you know, I was like, well, damn. And then I created the offer, but then I stopped doing the videos. But our agency grew. So it, it did work out. But um, definitely, like, what you're doing now, you definitely want to offer them something, whether it's a yeah. call, whether it's something free that puts them into a funnel to get information from you. Or, I mean, of course, if you had something that they can buy right away, I could pitch it. I could pitch it for you right now yeah you buy his course i'll fill all i got two courses i think i got three courses you buy his course i'll fill three of my courses in for three, but <laughs> that's awesome man that's awesome course. man but what do you think i'm gonna I'm I'm wrap it up here in a minute but what do you think about offering like an affiliate program on the back end is that cool or just well, is it best to have your own product um I think affiliates are good. I mean, because more people put it out there, but the thing with affiliates is everybody's not going to put in the work for you. So, you know, I can make affiliates of my course. And you know, if someone who has an audience puts it on their page and someone clicks and buys, then they make money. I make money. But if someone doesn't have an audience, they might try a few people. And then after a few people, they're going to go back to what they were doing. And it's no disrespect to any of us. It's just, if they're not making any money with it, they're not going to keep pushing. And if they're not set up to just have your stuff there and they don't have traffic, then, you know, so again, I say set it up, but if you want to, you know, I, I'd go after people that actually would like it and could put it out there to an audience of people. Like some of my clients, they gave me affiliate links. And if, you know, I got people coming through my page, we might get a purchase. That's cool. But they're not waiting on me to get it. You know, they're between what we do, but even what they do organically, man, those guys are, killing it man so i'm happy to be a part of their journey shout out to hood estates marketing family too awesome awesome well gerard man you you are really a overcomer man going through uh your car wreck and everything losing everything and bouncing back running multiple businesses sound like it sounds like you have multiple businesses man. 
You know, oh. that, that is a Cinderella story, bro. I watched Cinderella last night. It was good. On Disney. <laughs> but that, it was good, man. And it had me feeling some type of way still at 30, 32. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you watch the classics, man. Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. the classics. Yes, sir. But, man. Uh, where can people find you? Where, I'm going to have the link to your course and everything in the uh, note, show notes and uh, everywhere. But where can people find you on IG or Facebook or if they want to get in touch with you? I would say um, Instagram, Gerard, J-E-R-A-U-D, underscore, 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 <laughs> G-A-V-E, stands for Gave. And game stands for gratitude, appreciation, visualization every day. Something I made up with my son. So um, I would say follow me there. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I'm coming up short on my content creation. Um, Video-wise, like, we got some more stuff stuff coming to store. We got some systems that we're building in our business. But um, I post more on my personal page than my business page. So I don't want to send you guys to my business page and nothing's happening there. I'd rather be honest and tell you the truth up front. So, um we're working on it though. It's something that's coming. Um, but we're, we're, I'm actually in the process of joining forces with my partner and we're looking to possibly create a whole new brand. So, um, once the new brands launch, I can, if you guys are following me on Gerard Gate, if I can, um, put you on to the new brand. So we got a lot of stuff going on, but I don't know how much work it goes into creating all this content. Like after I'm done with this video, I have to stop the record. I have to, edit it up, chop it up in all kind of different ways, the vocals. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I will it's... say this. I will say this too, man. Like my one of my coaches, shout out to my boy Mian. I give him a lot of shout outs today, but I just like, like to always pay respect to the people that have helped me. And there's people that want to help me, but you, you, you there's always people that want to help you. And sometimes you just don't even know it. So I'm just grateful to have help. But something that you can do with the process, which I'm going to do different this time, is each step of what you do from running the webinar, I mean, not the webinar, <laughs> rubbing the podcast to everything you just said you have to do on the back end, writing it down step by step, like an outline like they taught us in school. And then you can hand part off to a VA and then you can check that work. You can groom the VA and then it's just like, cause that probably takes you at least an hour or two, right? Yeah, man. That's the downside to all this. But the big podcasts I listen to, a lot of them do outsource this stuff, like creating the content and editing and all that. So that's something definitely I'm going to have to look into. So I'll look yeah, into man. that this week because I have recordings that aren't even live yet. So I'm like, I got to go. Just go live. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to go back and do what you say you got to do. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and go live. It's already out there. And even with the live, sometimes things go wrong. So at the end of the day, we're out here trying. And if someone was to badmouth us because we had a technical difficulty, I mean, you know, maybe we'll yeah. watch somebody else. So. Exactly. <laughs> we're out here working, you know, and, yeah. and we are overcoming as we go through. And That's right. We're not, we're not scared to fail. So just right. appreciate that more. Um, failing forward if you like the content failing forward that's what i'm saying that's a we failing we failing forward (laughs) exactly man so yeah i i definitely appreciate the time we got to spend together and yeah if you have questions on that course man let me know and uh yeah uh tell i mean it's your thing but tell people where they can find you yeah 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 sharpenclicks.com uh my tiktok i'm trying to do a lot of things on there so just follow me on there at uh 
I put it in the show notes. I don't even know. <laughs> I, put it in, I put it in the show notes. I don't want to tell you the wrong one because I think I have two of them, but I need to make them all the same. We're going to talk to Gerard. I got some cleaning up to do uh, with my social medias as well. So Yeah, at the end of the day, it's keeping it real, man. Everybody wants yeah. you to be perfect, but yeah. I'm not even going to sit up here and pretend. At the end of the day, they, they like us or we don't. And I think most more entrepreneurs need to fall into that mindset of, find people that like you and just roll with it and start worrying about what the other people don't like. So just focus on what you need to, how you see yourself and how you want to put yourself out there. And yeah, that's yeah. what I've been focusing on. That's awesome, man. And I, I just feel like I'm selfless. Like I, I'm, I'm more worried about my clients. I'm more worried about bringing results than I am my own stuff. Like, you know, I'm working true, on true. SEO true. for people writing blog articles and I'm like, I'm not even focused on my stuff. So I need some cleaning up, do in-house cleaning up. So, well, yeah. while you're doing this, like you said, you're maximizing on this and then this is fun for you. So, you know, this could be, like you said, if you do it right, I know I didn't do it right. Um, when I was doing mine, but I still had fun. And I know that that's the part of my business I miss the most. So I'm looking forward to getting these systems in place so that I can get back to having even more fun than I'm having now. Yeah, uh, when let me know when you get back going on the podcast, and please, I would love to be a guest on your show uh, to see to see how you got everything set up and uh, pick your brain. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Gerard, man. I hope you have a good evening, man. And thanks again for coming on the Brand Zone. The Brand Zone. <laughs> see y'all next one. Peace.